What's better than this? Guys being dudes. This podcast contains themes and language of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hello and welcome to the Tree Busted Barstools podcast and for episode 10 we've decided to try something a bit new Um, so we're gonna, with the return of the Premier League, we're gonna provide our first game companion. So basically what a game companion is, it's just a kind of a a more relaxed style of commentary in addition to some fan questions. Um, So to start us off, it's just myself, the Sasquatch and the Doctor. But Beric will be joining us at some stage shortly. Um, just prior to kick off, might just run through the squads. Um, I'll take Arsenal if you want to take City. Um, is that alright? Yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Perfect. Okay, so as for Arsenal, obviously Arteta wants to, wants to see me with an aneurysm, but the side he's opted to start with is Leno and Goals, <laughs> Hector Bellerin. Palomari, uh, Mustafi, Kieran Tierney, back four. He's got Granit Xhaka and Genduzi in midfield. In addition, then, this is where he's really going to kill me. He's got Bukuya, Sako, Joseph Willock, and Eddie Nketiah. And then, finally, Aubameyang up front on the bench. Of course, he has David Luiz, Glasnach, Maitland-Niles, Danny Sabayas, Nicolas Pepe, who probably should be starting, Martinelli. He could start Reese Nelson and Alexander Lacazette. If you want to just take us through the city lineup there, yeah. So uh, they have uh, Ederson uh, in goal. Their back four is made up of Walker, Kyle Walker, Eric Garcia, uh, Laporte, and Mendy. Uh, three in the midfield: uh, De Bruyne, Gundogan, and Silva, and a front three of Sterling, Jesus, and Mares. Uh, then on their bench, so they're allowed to have what is it nine nine now, and they're allowed to make five, five substitutes five throughout the match. Um, they have Carson, Adamendi, yeah, nine and five subs. Uh, Carson, Adamendi, Fernandinho, Zinchenko, Phil Foden, Bernardo Silva, Rodri, Sane, and Aguero. Yeah, we've just kicked off. Um... I don't know if you if you caught the, the just early game. Off, yeah. Absolutely of... pissing rain in Manchester in tonight. Manchester, yeah. I don't know if you caught the early game. A bit of a controversy there with the uh, <clears throat> the go- oh, oh oh. I did, yeah. Jesus, that was um, absolutely behind, fully behind the line. Because uh, as Ireland falls into the goal, he like has the ball in his hands, but it's clearly on the full ball is on the inside, touching the inside of the post. Which yeah. would make it all the way over the line. Um, I think it was a malfunction now, of, the, of the watch. What they were saying was, yeah, that's what it was. They were like, whenever that happens, um, before they call in VAR, the referee's watch vibrates, and he was like, no, it didn't. Um, therefore, they said it, it wasn't a goal. It's a, it's a, it's a. Could be a potential lifesaver for Aston Villa if it keeps them up. Um, very yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's a point to get out of. It's still in the bottom three, but look, I understand. Yeah, you but still... get some kind of so some kind of run together because um, 
as as we've been mentioned the last two, um, it, it's going to be a good kind of battle. That was bottom six, probably apart from from Norwich. And they're a fair bit off. Well, not a fair bit off, but they're they're six points. Uh, but they are still bottom. Uh, twenty one. Villa with that point, they're on twenty six. And then you have West Ham in sixteen, Watford seventeen, and Bournemouth eighteen. They're all on twenty seven points. And then Brighton in fifteen is on twenty nine. So it's going to be uh, yeah, going to be a really uh, really interesting. Um, that that's probably going to be more exciting than anything else. I mean, Liverpool could could win this title. In their next game, should Arsenal beat Man City? Or I think even if... Yeah, they're playing uh, Everton at at Goodison. Do you know what I mean? Um, Scripted. So I think if... Yeah, yeah. I think even if Arsenal do beat Man City, I I wouldn't put it past Everton to to do a United and beat them and stop them winning the title uh, for that that day, at least. I mean, United... Yeah, I would take an awful lot, yeah. Everton aren't... uh, even with Ancelotti, they're not the, the best. Yeah. Um, they're down there in what? 12th? Ooh, close shot there from the Bruyne. I don't know if I'm, I'm... I'm streaming, so I might be a bit out of sync with yourself. Yeah, no, you're actually ahead of me. Is this a uh, free kick at the edge of the box? Yeah. Okay, well, in that case, I'll wait for you to interject. Yeah, um, yeah so you're like... I suppose it also can I have some interesting kind of changes to kit. Um all Premier League players are done in the, the Black Lives Matter. It's great to see on the back of the jersey. Yeah. Um and then obviously Arsenal have opted yeah. as well for As a poster the, name. They've they've opted for the NHS logo as well in the middle of the jersey. Um obviously with the ongoing Yeah coronavirus pandemic as we see the physio there with his face mask. Um Granite Jacka down injured. From the looks of things, um, can't say <laughs> I'd be terribly heartbroken to see him go. Um, <laughs> nasty looking challenge. While he's down, we might pop into the first fan question. We have a few fan questions today. Um, the first one, um, yeah, absolutely, yeah, comes from the man. Who's given the acronym the Sauce Boss? So obviously that'll be quite interesting to hear. <laughs> well, lads, just a quick question about Dean Henderson's future. Do you think he'll be um, the number one for Man United within the next two seasons, which will probably give a clear path for David Gay to leave for Real Madrid, like he's always wanted? So quite a quite a heavily Man United-based question. Um, my hand over to yourself. Yeah, I was. I was only. I, I was looking into this because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of traction around this, and you're, you're, it's something we're going to see with multiple players um, over the next couple of weeks as the season draws to a close. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I do think he has a future as, as Man United's number one, um, which will pave the way for the Gea to to go to Real Madrid. Um, Chris Wilder. Um, he was actually talking to Solskjaer at the weekend and they were kind of discussing whether or not he'd stay out on loan again for another season. That may be good for him, but there are kind of a number of things. Um, one, should Sheffield United qualify for the Champions League ahead of Man United? Will that throw a spanner in the works? 
Yeah. There's also news that, and this may be just this may be just white smoke, but apparently Real Madrid are not signing anyone this summer. Um, now, whether that's down to either Zidane and Perez think that the squad is strong enough that they don't need improvement, or whether it's down to the fact that their stadium refurb is costing something like half a billion quid or more. That's... Um, so if, if 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 it is a case where Real Madrid do look to snatch the hay up, it, it's probably going to be next year or after after next season, and then that kind of paves the way for uh, Henderson to come in and pick up that number one jersey. I mean, he has had two really good seasons for Sheffield United. And he's built up Premier League experience this season. Um, so, yeah, he's, de- he's definitely one for the future. I can definitely see him being number one. And then, I mean, if he gets into that United team, you could be looking at a potential England number one as well. Um, just You could go and challenge uh, there, Pickford for that. Danny Ceballos has come on now for, for Granite Jacker. Yeah, no, I think Shaka, he must have gone off injured, didn't he? Yeah, it's an interesting question anyway for the fact that um, we don't know what this transfer window is going to be like this summer. Um, you will have, yeah. like I, th- I was reading about uh, Timo Werner and his transfer to Chelsea. Um, he won't be able to play for Leipzig in mm. the Champions League this because I think they're true. Um, because he would be going to Chelsea in July be Chelsea player as of July so it's going to be an interesting oh yeah I'm sure it's not coming back till August isn't it yeah it's early August 7th of August they announced it was coming back it's going to come back like a mini tournament um, a mini tournament in um thing yeah uh, Lisbon so that's going to and be interesting then I think it? the Europa yeah the Europa the Europa League then is in in around this so like it's it's in August as well I think but it's in spread across a couple of German cities so I think um say Dusseldorf um and, but yeah in, in terms of in terms of players um out on loan as well obviously the FA said you know because this is the should it be in the end of the season where players could return to their clubs or if they're being having their loans extended for another season that stay there, but they've extended it out to August. I think it's, is it, is it uh, August? The first weekend in August when the Premier League is finishing or is it the last week in July? Oh, I think it's the last week in July because the Champions League I think is supposed to start the 7th. Um, it's a fairly aggressive schedule, both in England and in Spain. Yeah. It's pretty much a game every day. Um, minimal rest periods for players to try to get the season done so yeah, I'd imagine it'll be the end of July at the very latest by the time we see a, a climax of the season but I mean all you're really looking yeah. at is the final two Champions League places I'd nearly say geez, it could even be the final one I'd say City and Leicester pretty much have second and third all but sewn up mm-hmm. um, yeah. they're obviously going to be champions and it's going to be that final Champions League spot <coughs> and your Europa League spots are what's going to be said. I mean, looking at the table, um, I mean, you've got City 58 points, obviously, with this game in hand to play now. Um, then you've got mm-hmm. Leicester on 53, and then Chelsea are on 4, but they're on 48 points. United closely behind on 45. Sheffield United 44, half of that point to pick up today. 
Wolves 43, Tottenham 41, Arsenal technically 41 because this game is a, is a draw, but the things could change. Things could change, yeah. If you hear my uh, vocal range change, obviously, you know. <laughs> um, interesting, yeah, I don't know if you, did you watch the first game with, with the FIFA noise or without the, the FIFA noise? I watched it, yeah, it was actually, it was actually quite alright, I actually really enjoyed it, I thought it wasn't too bad at all. Yeah, I think you kind of, um, you hear it for the, for the first, kind of it's touched on, like I would have been watching the NRL and stuff since that's come back, you, you kind of notice it for the first five minutes and you're like, Jesus, a bit strange. Um, yeah, yeah. And, give it five ten minutes you just kind of forget about it but it does it does add to the atmosphere so it's kind of a good yeah you can tell you can tell there's like somebody there pushing a button when something happens because it's that like one and a half second delay if someone like, like heads towards goal and then it's like ah <laughs> yeah but, but you know what they did do when there was that kind of um that moment um where the aston villa keeper did definitely take the ball across the line they had like crowds going <laughs> when it showed the replay, which I thought was quite good. So it was like, I, I just kinda, yeah, I thought they might have like missed a step there. But uh, Jesus, great uh, first game back, and we already have a bit of controversy. First half back, controversy, I know. Yeah, what is where? Where is the other? Where is the other fella? Um, is it was he training or? Uh, I think someone. Inside his 20k had mentioned that Eddie Hearn was an alright bloke, and I think he had to go deal with him. I think that's why he's delayed. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he should be. He rang me just before, I suppose we went on air, and uh, said he should be here for kickoff. But that was it's 15 minutes ago, so I, I, I wouldn't imagine he'd be too long. 15 minutes. You know what he's like as a timekeeper. Yeah, it's quite a strange game. Is that it's kind of a back and forth. There's no real side on top. Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure they're probably open the the VIP box having a point watching it. Yeah, there was a few 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 fans in the Villa game. I seen in the stands. So I don't know who they were. Whether they were maybe stakeholders in the club. Um. But there was definitely a few fans present. Um, it's nice yeah, to watch behind be, the goals yeah. as well. They have uh, like a Zoom call going on behind the goals as well on a big, big screen. Yeah, it's a nice touch. On a big, oh, I can see that there. Yeah, yeah. I suppose as as well as this looking kind of through the squads and stuff like this, a team this reformed competition is really going to suit the city um, just the strength and depth of their squad um, I know obviously they're not going to catch Liverpool um, yeah. but still I, I can imagine them picking up the most points between now and the end of the season all the same for the simple fact that they're such a strong squad and fatigue isn't going to necessarily be an, an issue um, <coughs> the management, management squad is going to be huge on this return um, for all teams but I think City have a distinct advantage with just the depth and quality of their squad yeah that and I'm sure they don't uh, uh, they don't they don't have to worry about um, Champions League football until August anyway so it's not going to it's a huge advantage um, not going to stress them out too much not having that um, the only thing is they are yeah. still in the FA Cup which will feature in the latter stages but at that stage <laughs> 
I would imagine they'll be they'll have secured second. Yeah. Um. Do that. Yeah. Not even much. <coughs> yeah, it's 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 a strange old contest now. This one, it's um. No team's gonna be in in dominance. The the pace of the play is a bit. Uh, it seems. Seems down from kind of what it would have been pre-COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And did you see the um, they have the water break now midway through each half for like is, twenty yeah. second, twenty third minute. Yeah. Everyone with their own water bottle. With their own water bottles and all, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna. It is. It's interesting. It's what well, it was interesting as well is before kickoff they didn't do the they didn't kneel. Like the like in the Villa game, so it must not be a a league wide um, operation that every player kind of kneels beforehand. Yeah, did, did they not? No, I thought they kneeled as well. Just maybe missed that. Could be wrong. Um, I suppose we're as we kind of touched upon. It's kind of a strange, <laughs> kind of a strange game. I thought it'd be a bit better. I thought players would be mad to be back. It's yeah, and a fifty-fifty possession. Um, I'm saying that this is going to be quite weird for anyone to <coughs> come back because they'll they'll know the result, um, and they'll know the outcome. So, but uh, it's interesting enough. We said we give it a, give it a shot, try something new. Yeah, exactly. Sure, I know. Apart from this, actually, quite a bit of a bit of football on tonight. Apart uh, from this, the Coppa Italia. Uh, final is on Napoli Juventus that started at 8 o'clock as well that's good so they've obviously come back to, to play the Copa Nacional and then start back to Serie A this weekend is it? yeah yeah that's exactly what it's going to be so have a look strange to... heavy finals I think didn't, didn't both teams go through on away goals yeah yeah they did actually yeah um, and then I suppose we've also had then we've also had Saturday games. evening there's Torino Parma Sorry. I was just going to say we've also had uh, Munich Crown Champions and Paderborn relegated as well from the Bundesliga that's Bundesliga. yeah that's that's correct yeah so that's Bundesliga thanks Germany <laughs> you filled your need we're done with you now City's starting to take over a little bit now in this game we're starting to open it, ramp it up a few gears Um. Still, ramp it up a bit yeah yeah still relatively um neck and neck i suppose like tracking the statistics here on um sofa score and they kind of make it out that it's 56 percent 44 possession possession in favor of city total shots two to one shots on target one to city zero to arsenal um yeah i don't know can you see that on the screen share the statistics on the, the left hand side Oh, you can see it on the screen, sure, yeah. Another Arsenal player down. Palo Mary's down. Dropping like flies. I wonder what the... Like, the injury rate wasn't too high in Germany, I don't think, um, when they came back. Um, I wonder are we going to see a high injury rate in the Premier League? There's two... Was there, was, there was one or two injuries in the, the Villa Sheffield... United game. Then John McGinn, I think, went off injured, and one he other back as well, isn't he? Can't remember. Or maybe they were. 
Maybe they were hobbling, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of glanced at the Villa-Sheffield game. I kind of popped out a few times um, in anticipation of this. Yeah, from the looks of things, Palomari's gone. Um, so Arsenal, looking like having to use two subs in the first 20 minutes is not uh, <laughs> It's not great to what it already seems like. But in my mind, it's a weakened team. Um, yeah. Albeit a young team. Um, so, yeah. What you might notice as well, this obviously is just for myself and yourself, but the the guys at SofaScore, um, this isn't an ad, by the way. I just, I just love it as an app. They update um, kind of the player's average position as the game goes on. So you'll have noticed that, yeah. like when it started out, Aubameyang was up front. He's now pushed out to the left wing, and Ketty is pushed up front. Yeah, you know it kind of an Arsenal playing more deeper V. That obviously is, I'd say, in the last ten minutes with the um, a shitty kind of ramped up. Oh, they did kneel at the start. Yeah, they did. Did they? Oh, must have they kneeled at the start. They just done a replay of it there, so it's it's probably going to be a. A at, at every match, yeah, that's oh, good. It's good. A league wide one, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Paolo Mari gone, so that's David Louise coming on now. Um, so Arsenal down to, to just the one sub remaining. Um, seventy minutes left to go. Um, in a tricky spot. Um. It's not looking good for us now, especially with cities like it'll probably prove be, be fruitless in the end. But they do need to to win if they have any hopes. Yeah. We see Zoom are now on the the advertising boards of the game as well. They, there's a company that's made a great little COVID turnover. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I never even heard of that before. Uh... Before this, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're Zoom meeting, you're Zoom meeting memes, and I'm like, what the fuck is Zoom? Yeah, I know. If if I if I could go back in time <clears throat> to about December and invest heavily in Zoom and and bog roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, just popped up on my time yeah geez we could have been uh, we, we could have been feasting on some uh, Turkey Wales and Italy Switzerland today what's that what's your look I said we could have, we could have been feasting on um, Finland Russia oh the Euros. Turkey Wales yeah. and Italy Switzerland I used to talk the Euros, Wales, yeah. It's it's still Wales. called uh, <clears throat> it's <laughs> it's still going to be um still gonna be called Euro twenty twenty. They're not uh, <clears throat> they're not rebranding it. Rebranding it. It's been it's been too much of marketing. Um I just it just flashed up in my time. Yeah, exactly, there. yeah. Yeah. An official a statement from Hawkeye over the incident in the villa game, which is really loose. Um during the first half of Aston oh, really, versus yeah? Sheffield United. Um, match at Villa Park there was a goal line incident where the ball was carried over the line by Aston Villa goalkeeper at number 25 Nyland the match official did not receive a signal to the watch nor earpiece as per goal line decision system GDS protocol the seven cameras located in the stands around the goal area 
was significantly occluded by the goalkeeper, defender and goalpost, which is strange because within 20 seconds, Sky had, that, had footage of it clearly going across the line. Um, the level of occlusion has never been seen before in over 9,000 matches that the Hawkeye goal line technology system has been in operation. The system was tested and proved functional prior to the match. <laughs> in accordance with the IFAB laws of the game and confirmed as working by the match officials. The system has remained functional throughout. The Hawkeye unreservedly apologies to the Premier League, Sheffield United and Everton and everyone affected by this this incident. Bull fucking shit, you forgot to fucking plug it back in after the break. <laughs> you were too busy making sure the floors were the <laughs> After 100 days. Yeah, stop the light. You had one job. You'd be mad now. That could affect like kind of Hawkeye as a, as a brand now on on stock exchange. There'd be a lot of eyes in that game. Um, Hawkeye obviously provided for the GAA more famously probably tennis. You know they're they're kind of a world leader yeah. in kind of officiating technology, I suppose. Um, yeah. Who who does it for? Um, who does it for rugby union? Um, that I'm I'm not sure. Um, it seems to be a number of different kind of providers depending on the competition. Um, I think AWS, so yeah. Amazon, um, heavily involved with the Six Nations and stuff like that in some of the bigger tournaments. But if they're actually yeah. providing the goal line technology, I don't know, I think they're more statistics based. Um, but it's a good question and it's something mm. I'll, I'll look into. Um, There's still no sign of anyone kind of breaking the deadlocked. Um, you'd imagine Arsenal are going to be at a distinct disadvantage. Um, having used the two subs, we also have an two attempt, subs here, already, yeah. attempt here at, at someone joining. Um, so I think Beric is just set to join the call um, so we're up to our full compliment he's here I'm surprised you didn't come in with the uh, legal industries um, I actually would have tried to wolf down a bit of grub here I've done all over the place <laughs> well, uh, there's a vicious rumour going around that uh, the reason you're delayed is Someone within the twenty kilometer radius, or the phrase, do you know what? Eddie O'Hearn's not that bad. I don't know who Eddie O'Hearn is, but Eddie O'Hearn. Eddie Hearn could be. Could <laughs> be hands the throw. Uh, the actual story is, your man that did say Eddie Hearn is all right was wearing a Tottenham jersey, and uh, has obviously caused a bit of. In a, <laughs> with a thick Birmingham accent. Yeah. Jack Green chair. <laughs> so, uh, it was a series of, of, uh, of errors. Apologies about the delay, gents. Um, oh, you're all good. But, uh, you know, I just don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we're, we're kind of, I think I'm actually in the lead in terms of the streaming quality, so I think I'm okay. a little bit ahead. Um, I, it's on Sky. I thought it was on BT, so I have Sky now. So, um, oh, so you could potentially be, possibly. be uh, the leader. What? I'm on 29, 21, 22. And 29, 16, 17, 18, so. 
Okay. What a goal! Twenty nine oh five oh six. Okay. Strange game so far. Arsenal have already lost two men to injury. Um Paolo Mary gone off as his granite jacker. So Arsenal beats two subs. How do we get ready to hit? Jacket. no, we're kinda <laughs> unfortunately we're a club with a lack of a backbone. Ah of course, yeah. That, that just kind of fizzled out, didn't it? Like, he went to the captaincy taken off him. And yeah, then... I should give it back to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't leave her. Like, don't be a man. It reminds um, me of, like, I remember once when we, uh, in secondary school, we were playing dodgeball, and we had an absolute gym stain of a, of a PE teacher. He was, like, not really the head. And she, like, Jesus. you know what it's like playing dodgeball with, like, 20, 15 year olds? They're just booting the ball, headless chickens, like, and at the end, he like, he told us we were never playing dodgeball again. That was our punishment. But next week, when we play by the rules, <laughs> like, that's what it was kind of like. It was like, yeah, Jackie, you're gone. But uh, next week, yeah. But when you're back, now don't be acting the back. <laughs> those uh, those PA games of dodgeball were twenty five seconds away from a full scale riot, weren't they? Like, Absolutely. Like, like do you know what the incident was? The, the <laughs> incident from London, like. The incident was always kind of uh, when the balls were lined up in the middle at the start and you had to run and pick it up. And she no one bothered, just fucking bog toe. <laughs> First person so why would they try and pick up the ball when he's bent his head down towards it and they could just swing the boot? Like, <laughs> what should be the point in that? I see uh, I see Villa Drew, Edgar. Great news. Uh, yeah, and we're lucky too. I don't know if you've seen, there was a. There was a bit of an incident. Uh, ball clearly, <coughs> clearly crossed the line, and the referee's watch never went off. Um, so a bit of controversy already in the very early season. Hawkeye, you've had to release an official statement yeah. and everything, um, which you'll no doubt hear when you re-listen back to the podcast. Um, and tell me this: was it a Villa goal or was it a Sheffield Wednesday? It was goal? Sheffield Wednesday or goal. It wasn't. It was a Sheffield United goal. Sheffield United goal we're off to a hell right here, Sammy. Yeah, it's it's um, a, it's been a it's been a long day. Uh, um, also, Villa were lucky, were they? That's unfortunate. Bless, they could be huge in, in keeping them up. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's get that game overturned and replay, please. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's great to have it back, though, isn't it? Yeah. Really that, that was that was me yeah. just uh, full of joy. Like back. Turn the garbs. Well, I have something that might cheer you up, seeing as this game is kind of still lacking a bit of flow. Why don't we move on to our next fan question? Um, oh yeah, very good. I'm just after noticing there. Sorry to completely interrupt what you're about to say, but uh, yeah, they all have Black Lives Matter <laughs> as their names. Is that yeah? That's the, the that's new nice stance touch. from the Premier League. Um, yeah, that's like, correct, yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's a nice touch now. Um, yeah, so I'll get to the, the, the fan question. Um, yeah, okay, sorry about that. Someone close to all our hearts. Hi guys, big fan of the show. As we all know, the Premier League is due to start up on Wednesday night with City versus Arsenal. But the Premier League also announced that the transfer window is due to open up towards the end of July. I know you're all big Premier League fans and each have your own club. My question to you guys is, what three signings would you wish your club to make over the summer? 
New. Breathtaking. <laughs> Just that is the voice <coughs> of a leader. He, I, I noticed our, our fan question this week said that we all have our own club. Yeah. I wouldn't be sitting in the box room in my mother's house recording a podcast with you two if I had my own Premier League football club because I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think what he was getting at was that we, we all support different different clubs. Um, My grasp of the English language has let me down. <laughs> um, I suppose I'll start um, and say <clears throat> I wish a signing classified as the removal of a player because we could do with getting rid of some dead one. Um, one player who's gone off injured today in Granite Jacket we've touched upon. Mesut Ozil we could do with getting rid of. But I think what Arsenal kind of really need is a probably need another strong centre back. I know Saliba will be back from his loan. We don't know what he is um, here in rave reviews, but I would like to see us go out and maybe splash a bit of dollar and get a world class centre back. Uh, maybe Kubali, um, someone to that effect. Maybe MTE at Barcelona. There was rumours and stuff about him before. That would be the first stop. Um, secondly, it would be a defensive midfielder. Unfortunately, as a club, we have never fully replaced Patrick Vieira. Um, we don't have that kind of key force in the middle field. But to be fair, that's probably gone from football. There's very few players. He was a good servant for his. He was a great servant, but he, he, he wasn't the, the presence of a Patrick Vieira. Uh, he no, was no, absolute, a million miles off. He was an absolute steal as well. He was three million mm. um, World Cup winner. No one really knew who he was, but he was fantastic. He was absolutely zero nonsense in the middle of the park as well. Mm, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, it depends on how the summer goes. I think Aubameyang has come out and said his contract's still up in the air. I don't know what Lacazette is doing, whether he's getting the leg over and Arteta's misses, but he can't get any game time. So we might potentially be forced to buy a striker, um, depending on how the summer goes. Um, I suppose that's the kind of three areas I'd be looking at over the summer. But I suppose the last one is dependent on what happens with our two kind of main strikers this summer. Um, what about you, Barrett? Who would, who would you like to see come to, to West Ham? I've been hurt by transfers before but as a West Ham run I think is, is very fair to say um, I remember like this this show me age here a little bit I remember playing FIFA years ago and obviously in manager mode and um, then you just remember Mauro Zarate he used to play for Lazio mm. he was Argentinian and he was meant to be the next big thing and I remember buying him in the game and I was like, Jesus Christ, what I would give for that bloke to actually play for West Ham. Mm. And then we signed him, right? And it was like, this is this is the equivalent of, we've got Messi here in disguise, like a young yeah. Messi, the next Messi. I think the bloke played with 10 games. <clears throat> like, like, and not because he was injured, just because he wasn't fucking able. Like, yeah. like one on one with the keeper and stuff, and just ballooning balls over the bird. Anyway. That's huge in the Premier League, though. You hear these players coming. Like, a, a great example of this, um, <coughs> a Liverpool player, Alberto Aquilani. Aquilani, yeah. 
meant to be. Yeah, and his his career never recovered from that either. No. Um, I suppose that doesn't answer the question though. <laughs> it doesn't, and of course, Selfie. have to ta- have to tangent first. Okay. Um. <laughs> well, what we what we need desperately is we need another centre half, not like. Not like a not like a Ramos, obviously, because we're not gonna get someone like Ramos. But like, you know, like a, a decent mid-table centre back. Like, yeah, like Shaggy Elka five years ago. Like we need someone like that. You know that kind of way. Like just a solid. Like, he's not gonna win you a game, but like he's not gonna fucking lose you the game either. Like, yeah, yeah. Because we have uh, Isa Diop as our main centre half. He, he's actually he's actually very very good, um, and he's young. It's just. There's only so much you can do with like the family side of the media. What an unfortunate time that was. Jews are behind, so it doesn't matter. Ooh, Sterling. Sterling. <laughs> Sterling by name. Sterling by nature. Yeah. Um, yeah, Let's wait on the doctor to. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, is it my turn? No, no, we're just waiting to see. Did, did, did you see the, the Sterling miss? How far behind it are you? Oh, yeah, that's the, the replay there. You hit it over the, the crossbar. Oh, over the steelwork. Right. Well. I'm on a. Oh, over the steelwork! <laughs> I'm on a. 38.55, 56. Yeah. That's, you're, not, you're, not, you're not as far behind as you're acting. I think yeah. no, not million miles. I, th- I think we're. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, look, we'll just we'll just brush by it. I'm gonna say my second player that I'd like to see sign is a centre mid, Mark Noble. He's a great servant to the club, great captain, great bloke. Needs to get out of there though. Yeah. Like, I'd love to say the man is timeless. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> Give give him a community role <laughs> in the club and let playing, him... playing in the FA Cup, like you remember when like Totti was finishing up at Roma and like they just like he didn't start him. every game and he just came on like oh Jesus there's a penalty. There's ten minutes left or two 0 up. Yeah. Oh brilliant, come on and fuck. like do you know what I mean? Just shit like that. Like obviously I don't want to settle up, but like be best for what's, everyone. What's, if you... they, what's the term they use as for a like, cattle? Like they send them out to pasture. Send them out to pasture. That's right. the word, isn't it? Gardening leave, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just send them out. And then Gardening if, leave. If we could just get, like... Trying to think of who would be a decent replacement. For them. See, like... It's different. It used to support, like, big clubs. Um, Former. Big clubs. Former big clubs. But, like... <laughs> Well able to bring players in, like you know that kind of way. Whereas we we struggle a little bit more bringing players in, uh, just just on a on more of a kind of would you rather play for West Ham or would you rather play for fucking United? Like do you know that kind of way. Would you rather be fifth trying to battle for Tennessee football or fifteenth trying to battle relegation? Do you know that kind of way. Um, so we we need a, a centre a centre mid like who. I don't really know. Mm, price range too, as well. Is price range. Yeah, but like we have no problems with yeah. outrageous amounts of cash for these people. These 
crazy purchases like like gangsters uh, yeah. <laughs> well yeah <laughs> <laughs> brian actually just brought up <laughs> quite a very good point that's a story for another time and by another time you mean right fucking now <laughs> Right now, <laughs> myself and, uh, and, and the doc there, we uh, we went over to see West that match, and it was half time. Was it half time, or was it before the game? No, it was before the game. We were downstairs yeah. getting a drink, and your man just comes over with the season yeah, ticket. Touching sixty, like I'd say, he was mid to late fifties, like, and uh, rocks over. Visibly had a few pints on him. Like, before he opened his mouth, the man <laughs> visibly was drinking. And uh, just kind of stumbles over to us. And one of my mates, diehard Leipzig fan, <laughs> big, uh, as, as always, he's mentioned heavily in this podcast, and he doesn't, doesn't even know it. But, yeah, he, uh, he, of course, was the man that the bloke stumbled over to. I mean, as drunken hay as your man held up his season ticket. Now, season ticket is important to know there because when you have a season ticket, your seat does not change by the week. You yeah. That is your seat for the fucking year. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this is mid-season game. The man had been to several games before this. He had several games after. He knew where he was sitting. But obviously, just wanted a fucking conversation. <laughs> so he stumbles over and he goes, Sorry, mate, uh, you don't know what seat number that says to, to my pal. And uh, he turned around, took a quick look at the oak, and he was like, oh, 57, or whatever. And he goes, oh, lovely, thanks. And I'll tell you another thing, right? And that was it. The man just flashed <laughs> <laughs> into about 10 minutes of telling us the background of the club. But like, not the background of like and good like this made up shit like he's like what he started saying he's like this club is run by gangsters it's gangsters <laughs> i'm just trying to get away from that like my mate he can't like these people always get attracted to him and he can't just go look Leave me alone. He has to engage in conversation. So you know, I was like, it's gangsters. There was a march on today and they called it off. Now, this bloke was three sheets of the wind. So I just kind of went, yeah, yeah. We're going to head in now, trying to defuse the situation. And then he turns around and he goes, uh, do you know who Roddy Carton is? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're <laughs> like, no. And he's like, well, even fucking Ronnie Carton's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I oh. just left standing there going, it was the first Ronnie Carton. <laughs> but it was, it was some experience, let me tell you. Uh, that was the highlight of the whole weekend. Which, like, <laughs> it was mental. Like, just typical West Hamness, like, like there was another game I was over at. There was these two L ones, and I mean L ones as in like sixties, like one hundred percent sixties. And uh, I was standing in the line waiting to get a a drink, and your one tips me on the shoulder because I was I had my phone up, so I was like looking at the scores. It was like it was a Saturday, so you know there was all three o'clock games, games here. Yeah, exactly. 
she tips me and she's like, uh, sorry, sorry, love, you don't know the score of the Chelsea game. And Hazard had scored a last minute winner. I think it was against Newcastle or something like that. Like it was just, like it was a fairly nothing game. And he wanted to start saying, she goes, Are you fucking cunts? <laughs> right? Roared it. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, love. And just walked off. It's like, it's literally like, you know all the like skit shows and stuff people do on football hooligans and like yeah English like, like yeah. it's not a skit if that's what happens yeah like that's it like and then obviously <laughs> tangent number two already my third sign get us a striker get Halla out he, he's not great we'll take it by off you no problem yeah and I don't bloody believe it oh my god Nice to know um, they didn't work on defence during the 100 day break. Raheem the Dream. <laughs> oh, uh, that's poor defending now, but look. Jesus, Javid, Javid Louise. Great to see. Great to Crazy see. Crazy. Try, <clears throat> try and stay impartial, um, even though every <laughs> section of my being. <laughs> He's about to smash the screen in. Um, yeah, look, good ball by De Bruyne. Straight to Louise's hip. Um, the man has the footballing ability of... Oh, I don't... It's indescribable. Ball drops to Sterling, Sterling on the half volley. About three yards out, but four <coughs> yards to the right. Buries the corner. But it's coming. Um, as we're looking at yeah. the, the stats there, I mean, City have 64% possession, yeah. eight shots, dominating two, five shots in target, Arsenal's none. Um, David Louise's second touch is a tackle, isn't it? Like, <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> that's that's assuming he makes contact on the first touch because, yeah. as, as witness <clears throat> below, um. Yeah, this was, uh, Doctor, what would you like to, what would be your three? Um, definitely, I, I think it's it's kind of ambitious, but definitely uh, Sancho, number one. Now, the only thing is, his price tag is probably upwards of 120 million, if not more. I think he's on around 120 a week as well, so you do kind of have to factor in wages uh, into it. I mean, if he's going to sign for United on that price tag, you can bet your bottom dollar his agent is going to get him around 200, 250 a week. And he's only a teenager, like, do you know what I mean? The only thing but the rest of United. He absolutely has, he has absolute quality. Like The only thing I'd suggest is he might be like fit to come home, um, so he might be pushing for a leave too. Um, plus, also, I think you just get paid more in England when you're English. <clears throat> yeah, true. Um, but kind of, kind of looking at, um, yeah. So Sancho would be definitely number one. Looking at uh, midfield, then it'd be kind of a toss up between a gentleman or not a gentleman. But his initials are J G. I'll not say his full name. Um, but I think genius. the issue there would be no Jack Jack Grealish. <laughs> like he he's decent, but I think the thing is, 
Villa to come in, fucking swinging dicks and be like, yeah, we want 60 million for him. Immediately. When he's probably he's probably in and around the, the 40 mark. But again, well, it depends on whether they go down. Villa get relegated again, and then that kind of drops would drop his price tag. He plays in the exact same position as your man Brill should you, does he not? Like no, he, he might not qualify. No, am I wrong there? Um, would not affect, and not as effectively. Exactly. No, I think he's. So I think he's a bit more flexible in the midfield than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, he's been on United's list for a year or two now. What's going on? All the thing is gone. Time. Yeah, it's just updating. It. It is, it is <laughs> he's been on my list for eight years. Um, but but I'd be kind of swinging more than towards uh, Europe and looking at Donny Van Der Beek. You'd get him for cheaper, and you probably wouldn't have to splash out as much on his wages. Um, and I think that that price tag is purely because he's in a European league and not not the Premier League itself. Um, <clears throat> and then I'd be looking at you also probably going to get um, a lower price because the you're signing or, this year as opposed to last yeah, you would, yeah, yeah. Price inflation, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, great run of the championship, um, yeah. Um, that that and you know I think if United are looking to to do business with Ajax ever, Van der Sar is about their like director of football, isn't he? Your technical director he is, um, or is that not? So they kind of have a, a name with him, given their relationship, he would have an influence. That's true. Um, um oh, he's in the club Alderman? as well, but I'm pretty sure Van der Sar has a role there as well. He does, yeah, but I, th- I think... Uh, Overmars is, is yeah, man. yeah, but I'm pretty sure Van de Zaar has a role there as well. Yeah. Oh, he's top man, is he? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> grand, grand. Um, yeah, and then uh, I suppose the third one would be um, Delight for a Harry Maguire partnership, but... Not happening. You know, again, it's, what, his fourth season at Juventus? Yeah. yeah um <laughs> so probably not happening. Um, but it, but if it is, if it is, um, again, the the price tag is going to be, you know, just short of a, a million quid, a hundred million quid, should I say? He didn't um, have the best start. To, uh, but it's he he didn't know. But he has. Um, I think he improved there just before uh, the world closed. Did he? Uh, I'm a master. Um, He's yeah. top quality. Yeah. Big. Star. Yeah. Yeah, play the ball. Um, but Just, but I think the the I think the only thing is uh, it, it's pro- price tags and price tags and wages. Really, I mean, Ed Woodward isn't going to give Southgate two hundred and fifty, three hundred million. Um, but they would. They do need to kind of future plan and look at players that they can bring in, that they can grow and develop that will have the biggest impact in like two or three years down the line. Um, but yeah, that that's in in, in terms of a uh, in terms of transfers, they could still rely on their their U team system, but they still need to bring they still need to bring players players in. So that would be my uh, my tree. Um, do you want Pogba out? Yes, I do want Pogba out, and I don't care how much he goes for. 
he's too disruptive and too, too much of a, a bad influence. Like he kind of picks and chooses when he really wants to play for the, the team or the, the club. I mean, you've seen him, like, you've seen how good he could be. And then other days, he just doesn't give a bollocks. Like, so I, I'd get him out and I don't care where he goes either. There's a bad culture. Maybe it's not culture. Is it a culture in United though, or is it a, just a culture in that team? I think you have two it's... players that need to go. Um Especially when you look at, say, um, mm. I'll just touch on this quickly because we are going to just take a break. Um, um, <coughs> you need to do what? Uh, like, especially when you look at what Rashford is doing <laughs> and you see how much kind of leadership he's shown um, yeah. at 22 that's obviously been hidden from yes. us because of the more vocal members in the United squad like Lingard and Pogba Pog- Pog- um, like Rashford's that. coming out of this yeah. quarantine with like his An stock OBE. higher than before he went in like do you know what I mean yeah. and I know like Lingard done something similar was it you that sent it on with the um, face mask yeah, but he's looking to he's looking to make a quick book on them, is he not? No, I think it's all going. Oh yeah, just make, looking to make a couple of quid, I think. But is it not going to? I, I thought it was going to. Maybe it's not. Probably well, isn't. it could be going to charity. Um, Maybe well, ah. it could be, but he'll still get a slice of the cake because that's like his trademark shit. Yeah. Isn't it? But yeah. Yeah. It's an advertising been. opportunity, if nothing else. Yeah, whereas Rashford just like went about his business and just yeah, exactly, yeah, whatever he done. But must he raise like twenty two million or something? That plus he got the the British government to make a U turn on feeding kind of under underprivileged kids in the UK. Like it's phenomenal work what he did, and he did it with twenty million. Yeah, fantastic and a a huge role model and two one hundred and twenty million quid, yeah. Not just young kids, but to young members of the United squad as well. <coughs> do do you want your young players coming through looking up to Marcus Rashford, or do you want them looking up to Paul Pogba and his stupid hairstyle? Yeah, like he he's one hundred percent someone that like you you could get behind now. Mm. Now now having said that, I've always thought Rashford was good. Like he's obviously a very good player. Like, but I remember he was given captaincy in one or two games. They could have been yeah. games, or something. and I remember thinking to myself, I was like. Why the fuck are they doing that? Jeez, he's only 22, whatever. There's a, there was obviously some behind the scenes to sell Charles to the scene and was like, yeah. this is a leader. Like, and mm. this has shown that more than anything now. So, yeah. like, if he if they came out of quarantine and he was captain, he'd be like, yeah, two right years. Like, <clears throat> yeah. But, and then, like you said, that other fucking Egypt just rocking around, dying his hands. But but Mike go out then first game back and score oh, actually, a hat trick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We like... well, he's back. Uh, he, he, they're both they're both back from injury, so I haven't seen the starting lineups. Yeah. I think look, we'll uh, so we'll not a, a, a quick break there. <clears throat> uh, yes. Have a quick word from our sponsors, and we'll return for. Hi everyone, it's the Sasquatch here from the Tree Busted Barstools podcast. Just to let you all aware that we use Anchor.fm and we're recording and producing all our 
our podcasts. It has easy tools to kind of record, edit, and then also distribute your podcast. So you'll find it easily on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is all done for you. Um, it's completely free, and then it also allows you the ability to make money in your podcast through sponsorship ads, such as this one. Um, to find out more or to get started, please visit anchor.fm or download the app via the Google App Store or the Apple App Store. Hello and welcome back just to the to the second half of both the podcast and the game. Um, so just a quick run through. Um, City by far the dominant side. Arsenal struggling down two men um, in the open 20 minutes. Palomari and Granite Xhaka both went off with injuries. Subsequently replaced by David Luiz for Pablo Mari and Danny Ceballos for Granite Xhaka. Um, pretty dominant by City. 65% possession. Um, and took the lead in the 45th minute just before half time. Typical at Arsenal defensively um, conceding a goal due to poor, poor defensive work on behalf of David Luiz. Simple ball in by uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Mismanaged um, by David Luiz. Fell straight into the lap of Raheem Sterling. Who <laughs> pulled it in the back of the net. Um, half volley. Good finish to be fair. Um, but yeah. So, same old Arsenal. Um, at least it's good to see that some things didn't change with COVID. Sorry, I've cut across here. Have I really done a, a monologue? I just did a little uh, a re- recap for the fan who, by the time they listened to this, will of course watch the game and know the result. But, um, ah, look, we'll just course, try something uh, new. Of the- course, I'll- um, what an entrance! What an entrance! <coughs> oh. mm. yeah. It's been a, a bit mad, and I'll probably change. Did you change our top? We did, of course. It's extremely muggy, and um, we are, in addition, recording. Oh, so, yeah. thanks very much for letting. Uh, the listening public No, exactly what I'm doing. <coughs> um, oh, sorry. <laughs> you're quite very selfish. Very selfish. Um, on a one-man mission to destroy the podcast. Last week, calling out um, <laughs> the West Ham fans. I'm going to interject here, right? Because I wasn't going to bring this up. <laughs> but you rifled was, my interest. I was promised. Actually, not promised. I thought we were all on the same page. That Batman was being banned from this podcast. It's it's, it's, it's like the Granite Jack incident. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're saying. We're yeah. just as bad as ours. You're, po- you're banned from the podcast, but next week yeah. <laughs> you play by the rules. Yeah, and if you say anything about West Ham, bloody hell to play. He's been to nearly as many West Ham matches as he has United matches. Some cheap. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's almost true. Yeah, it will be true if we go. And we probably won't go this year. Um. Um. Anyone want to hear some Bundesliga scores? No. Yeah, rival is true. 
Yeah, uh, <coughs> full time. Frankfurt two, Schalke one. Leverkusen three, Cologne one. Dortmund nil, Mainz two. Oh, I know the title has already been won, but that's a that's a loss. Um, then currently still playing Augsburg one, Hoffenheim three, and Leipzig Dusseldorf are two apiece. Um, that is a huge win for such a bad footballer. I know he's are behind, but by God, he is one of the worst footballers. I have yeah. ever I'm, seen. I'm not that far behind. <laughs> that My far God, he is <laughs> dog shit. He's like, oh, very bad. Yeah, I got it there. How? Ah, oh, actually, roasted. it's one of those ones. Roasted, like. Yeah, but it's one of those ones, like you know, I. Oh, and he's off as well. Red card, see you later. <coughs> what a bad oh. player. What a bad player. It's from, one of those you look at it. From bad to worse. You look at them kind of like if you were to type in say David Louise highlights on YouTube, he'd be you'd be looking at class like you know the way he's very good at, like free kicks and stuff like and kind of when he was at Chelsea the first time. <coughs> He was decent defending, but it's like it's the stuff like that that you just have to you have to watch him play live to understand how it's kind of kind of manic because he would have like like he was bought by Chelsea twice. They would have paid hefty for him twice. He was bought. He was at PSG as well. They would have paid hefty enough money for him as well. Like he's in terms of like total transfers, he's commanded an awful lot of money without ever ever living up to the billing. Yeah. Um, he. Um, well, I think his PSG tenure was a lot to do with him and Thiago Silva are actually childhood friends. Thiago Silva is the captain of the PSG, so I think there was a little bit of um, Now, saying that, Thiago Silva has an incredible song after him, and, and probably one of the best right. moments of Gla- in recent Glastonbury history. <laughs> With um, AJ Tracy? Yeah. David Luiz has no songs about him. Um, oh, I'm sure he's a few. Yeah. <laughs> Unpublished. Oh, I'm sure there's a few. What? The f- um, Jesus Christ. But like, see that? Like, that's another example of it. There. Fifty-one minutes of the game. Like, he's absolutely after rifling a hospital pass. But it wasn't him. It was the other. Because he's gone off. No, that's it was, him. It was oh, sorry. Sorry, that's my bad. Gendouzi, another fucking idiot. Same hairstyle. Um, easy yeah. mistake to make. Um. And who's that? Is that Mustafi that just got taken out there? Yeah. And, like, Jesus Christ. I know you're an Arsenal fan, but that's a tragic setup there. Um, I, I, I touched upon it at the start. I was like, I don't know what Lacazette needs to do to get a game. I don't know why Pepe wasn't started. Like, surely you're starting your, your best players. Like, they've gone with Saka, who's, I don't think he's touched the ball. <laughs> Um, and maybe I've missed it in Katia, non-existent again. Um, like you, you feel sorry for the likes of your Kieran Tierney. Um, Jesus Christ, it's it's, it's poor watching it. Um, Jeez, I forgot. I forgot you have Tierney on the books. He's actually an excellent footballer. Look, excellent this is. Yeah. Oh my word. There is tragic. no way. I know Edison's a good pass to the ball, 
but there is no way a defence should be allowing a goalkeeper to split them apart with passes. That's two. <laughs> but like, he's put two passes like on the lads. Like that one was straight to your man's chest. The one to start before that was right in his toe. But Jesus Christ, put your, like, you can head the ball. Like, if no, the I understand. to drop onto your toe, like, surely the defenders should be clear the ball with their head before that. Like, the thing is, like, technically, right, he's a fantastic pass to the ball. I'm not taking that away from him. But his passes take place when the defence should be at its most set. Like, should be at its most yeah. organised. Like, everyone just... should be, like... Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Anyway, um... Sorry, I just can't... Uh, I know this is our, <laughs> our first... Uh, our first match completion, <clears throat> but, like... <clears throat> I'll never get over how bad that was for the rest of this podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, might just change the topic here and now while we're at it. Uh, interesting situation going on in America with the whole NBA. And, um, I think I touched upon it in the last podcast. I kind of Kyrie Irving has kind of got off on a tangent now. I call that. Doesn't want to play, wants to start his own league. Um, if you listen back to yeah. it, was either last week or before, I call this happen. He's a he's a mantic. He's a flat earth conspiracy theory. They're saying that this is a bit different, um, and I, I can see a logic in this, um, especially when you look at kind of previous comments that have made. Kind of, I know it's LeBron James's direction, but the shut up and dribble comment definitely. Um, what was that comment? He made a can't remember which <coughs> incident it was, but it was it was after one of the. I think it might have been during the initial um, Black Lives Matter movement. Um, he came out and, and made a comment, putting putting kind of um, putting his stance behind it, and kind of getting involved like the good activist that he is, um, an incredible human being, or whatever. And some political commentator, obviously a white woman. Um, Can you think of anything worse as they? Turned around and said, "No one wants your opinion. Shut up and dribble." So, it's uh, it's crazy to think that like it's taken this long for some of this, like for some of these comments and things, like to just be like I didn't know about them, and that's probably due to my own ignorance as well. Mm. But like some of the comments that have been made by these people are like so ignorant they're so bad it's like it's like a it would remind me of like a parody twitter account or something do you know that kind of way like like if you see that on twitter and it was like fucking out of context chris ubeck who tweeted (laughs) fucking ah shut up and dribble the ball you know what i mean you'd be like that's yeah that's funny because no one would ever say that oh you mean that politician actually did say that it was like a newscaster i think Whatever, like, you know what I mean? like a public but someone who's been media saying, trained yeah. um, and so would have researched bad. before it was filmed um, it wasn't like an on the street question like, um, but what's quite dark to think about is like this looks like finally being a movement that's going to enact change because there has been change already um, but the scary fact of the matter is not for this happening during a global pandemic would it have got the attention um, oh, you probably not. To be probably honest. not. Um, a lot of people 
didn't have work to go to and other places mm. to go to so they could go and protest um, so the numbers were huge like it's it's a scary thought that if not for a global pandemic this would just be another instance of outrage that was forgotten in two weeks every cloud yeah. as they say but you know what I mean like there's, yeah. Um, yeah. there's like obviously COVID it still is to be honest we're not completely yeah. guilty yet no. um, it was an absolute nightmare for everyone but um, if the only good thing to come out of it was kind of the, no, not, no, attention I suppose oh, onto something like that you'd be kind of like oh, sure. what's the worst thing like obviously they're not linked but like, like yeah. you said it kind of benefited an awful lot um, I also seen the Kaepernick. Uh, yeah, we actually have a fan. We actually have a fan question in relation to that. I might just play it because it ties in nicely. Oh, that, uh, that, that didn't even mean that. That, that actually worked out quite that well. That actually worked out very good. <laughs> um, now, yeah, this, by the way, was left by Ronnie Whelan and Robbie Keane's love child from the sounds of things. Robbie Whelan. Who is that? Do you hear from sorts? Uh, I think you had me coming on last week, great guy. You know, I uh, just wanted to ask you, number one, what do you think about the whole um, sports, Colin Kaepernick, you know, uh, BLM, Black Lives Matter scenario? And number two, if you were an NFL GM or, you know, uh, CEO or, or whatever, would you be inclined to offer Colin Kaepernick a new deal? Because I think Kaeper, Kaepernick is a great player and he deserves some sort of, you know, push here opportunity you know so yeah love the show that's great listen thank you thanks uh steve Swords. Uh, you are banned from fan questions right now all. but uh <coughs> um sorry the most should he be offered a contract um, he should and he shouldn't because i am on both sides of the fence here. He was very good for an extended period of time. And the his stance of the kind of whole came at a time where his not career was on the wine, but he wasn't playing as well as he had been. And you could argue, I know what you're gonna say, that both things tie into each other. He wasn't playing as well because I'm going to come with a, with a different angle, um, but I'll wait and let you finish. But I like he should be given a chance in the sense that he should be impartially judged on in, like given a workout the way they do in America, the, the players work out with the team. Um, he should be given a workout with however many teams or if any teams were but impartial in the sense that like, like you want people now to take him because he an ambassador for this Black Lives Matter that he's like do you want him on his football ability or do you want him on his back ability? Not a kind of way. So I like in his way I got actually mess at this point but what I'm saying is he should be given the chance but at the same time 
it shouldn't it just should be, be because given. of this. Yeah. I suppose based on his football. My argument would be yes, his kind of performance had tailed off. Um the reason for his performance tailing off was the San Francisco 49ers were in rebuild mode, as can be seen by the side they have amassed now. Um, so he was thrown to garbage. He was being, um, his offensive line was garbage. Um, it's pretty much been rebuilt. Um, and I think statistically speaking, he actually was quite a good performer. I think he had 16 touchdowns and two interceptions over the season. Um, the, he then lost his place to Blaine Gabbert um, and then took it back off him. Blaine Gabbert is still in the NFL as a backup quarterback and has not thrown a snap since Colin Kaepernick took his position back off him. By that logic, like the the question I suppose is is Kaepernick because I think when he did that, remember that big public workout he did, maybe last year. Yeah. Um, I and think then, and he, now it him. But I think he was quite vocal about um not being a backup. He believed he was a starting quarterback, which I think four years out of the league. I don't think you can expect that. I think if, if he's willing to come in and come and, and fight for a position, yeah. I think there's a lot of clubs that could pick him up. Um, yeah. I don't mean this in a bad way, but like, beggars can't be choosers either. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, you're, not, you're not like guaranteed. Like, I know he should have the right to say he judged the same way that every other NFL quarterback could judge. But at the same time, he went through a period where he wasn't because of whatever went down, rightly mm. or wrongly, but he is kind of was judged hopefully not the one, was judged differently. So you are going to have to get out of the mind frame of I'm a starter, I'm number one guy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, 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 the league, I would argue, has actually moved in his direction in the sense style of play. his play style. Yeah, yeah absolutely. In, like, he's a very athletic quarterback and like big arm, not the most accurate bloke in the world. Can hurt you in the run as well, like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, can, can pick up yards with his legs, which, as we've seen, obviously, with the likes of Russell Lamar. Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar, <coughs> and that the kind of way the is But at the same time, like the Sean as well, sir. But at the same time, though, like these teams that have those guys, we have a better version of him. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So unless the team is looking to rebuild their style, say like, like for argument's sake, the Falcons, like Matt Ryan is never going to be that like Patrick Holmes quarterback that like sit in the pocket, nothing in the pocket. He's going to scramble out. He's going to like add time on the plays with his legs. Like he's not going to do that. Same with Brady, things like that. But like. You would need the team to say change type of football that they're playing in order for him to be in, or he could be a backup to a team that has that. That's style. yeah. You look at um, Seahawks uh, is a prime example. See, the Seahawks um, had a meeting with him before all this and decided yeah. not to sign him. See, there's a huge thing now is like, do you want? And this is a, a bad term to say, but. Do you want the media circus that's going to come with Kaepernick? Um, I personally believe his time has, has, has passed, unfortunately. It's not his fault. Um, it's the NFL's fault. And I think to make amends, he should be offered a role, a role in the NFL as officer for social change or 
something in line with its standing. Not even. I think someone in charge of driving initiatives that promote social uh, change in wider society with the NFL backing it um, or being someone in charge of driving change within the league itself. Um, so whether that be um, like whether it's like you've got to look at the running back position if you want to be quite quite frank about it. Um, so Le'Veon Bell held out for a contract, African American. Ezekiel Elliott held out for a new contract, more money, African American. Christian McCaffrey, the minute he was up for renewal, overpaid. Uh, well, not overpaid, but money was thrown at him. And now uh, Dalvin Cook, African American, is looking at holding out. Um, so they're saying like the running back is undervalued, but yes, when a Caucasian running back is up on contract, the club had no issue throwing him money. Um, so which uh, which Caucasian running back? Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the league. Yeah, but the the value that he was thrown, he's not miles ahead of the other running backs mentioned. Before the team he plays for, he is more valuable. Like because, I don't know, he's, he's, because because they don't have any other pieces. He's the best Be- player. But they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> They've let uh, Cam Newton go. They also let who was the backup quarterback they played last year go. Oh, I can't think what his name is. Josh Allen, or it's something Allen. Might be Josh. But Josh is the Bills, isn't he? Yeah, they've no quarterback. Effectively, yeah. so why are you tying up money? There was no negotiation. As soon as he was updated, just threw money in. Um. So. Yeah. No, I get what you mean, but at the same, like. Look, don't get me wrong. He is potentially the best player in the league. Probably player in the league. Oh, okay. Double, so triple substitution. National using their their the three remaining substitutes. Oh, here's your here's your boy. <coughs> Whack is this? Oh, right. Answer me this now. And I mean this. Like this probably is coming off that I'm at the Black Lives Matter question box. This is just more of an NFL conversation. Um. But, like, do you not think that McCaffrey is more valuable to them than the likes of, say, Dalvin Cook is to the Vikings? He, he might be, but I don't think... He probably is, right? Look, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not probably the most valuable uh, running back to his franchise. But he's not a whole lot more valuable than Ezekiel Elliott is to the Cowboys or Le'Veon Bell was to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Le'Veon Bell probably hasn't proven it, but he took a season out um, and then went to the New York Jets. You had the tr- the three beat the three killer bees. You had uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I know he got injured. You had Antonio Brown and you had Le'Veon Bell, and they let Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell go. Obviously. Well, Le'Veon Bell was phenomenal for the Pittsburgh Steelers up until that point because he, like McCaffrey, he can catch the ball as well as run up the yeah. guts. Well, um, like, if you, let's 
right, I'm going to go at this argument at a different way. Let's say, <clears throat> right, so we're probably in agreement that he's top two to top three mm. best players in the league, mm. yeah. Like, mm. So, would you not think of it in the same way, the way I think of it, is like if Messi was able to catch back to Barcelona, mm. like, there'd be no negotiation there. You just go, exactly. how much? Exactly. No, no problem. Rush. Would you? But I don't agree... think that is set to do with him being. No, but you, I think <laughs> you know I, mean? I think we're saying the same point, but just in different ways. Like my point is, Ezekiel Elliott is top three running backs. Yeah, yeah. So why did he have to hold out to get more money? Because the same logic should apply. If if yeah, you, okay. if you've got a top top five running back, you don't let them sit out. Yeah, no, no, I, I, yeah, I think we are making the same point. The only, the only thing I'd say then is, I think you said it already, and I think I only came in halfway through this point that Mr. Starks with, um, Zeke got, the holdout with Zeke was because, like you said, there was other options. Not mm. As in, like, say, he did go, do you know what I mean? Like, they still had a married Cooper, they still had that. Say what you will about that, like, but you still have to say a big player. Um, your man Gallup and things like they still had players. Players, if McCaffrey goes from the Panthers, like, that's pretty much it for a while. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they're the new Bengals, then. Like, because yeah. like, yeah, if you look, it's, like, it's fair, but I think as the GM, and maybe this is my way of thinking. I wouldn't shit the bed. I'd like negotiate with McCaffrey and I'd be like, well, look, we can give you X amount of money, but you're going to get hammered uh, every week because we have no one else to play with you, effectively. Yeah. So, He's one of those big country boys. He loves it. Yeah, you hear me? Well, he's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a family. Um, his dad obviously played, Ed, played in the NFL, Was a, has two Super Bowls to my knowledge, uh, one with your second favourite side, the Denver Broncos. Um, his mother was potentially one of the best female soccer players in the US at some point in, in college and stuff like that. Um, and then I think he had a younger brother went to like top level college, bounced around a few practice squads, and I think he's a younger brother who's a quarterback at college and is predicted to be a high draft pick in a, in a number of years. He's one of those boys, McCaffrey, like, and obviously he's younger than there as well. He's, they're those people that are like, when you mix two super athletes together, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, a female and a male, like, obviously a female and a male. But when two super athletes have a child, and you, you do think to yourself, it's like, oh, imagine fucking, like, Antonio Brown and Serena Williams had a baby. Like, how good of an athlete would that child be, right? Yeah. Like, that's what that is. And they're not the same level, but they've made Christian McCaffrey, who is, like, one of the freaks of the freaks. Like, yeah. It's a bit like uh, Sergio Aguero's son and the pressure he is has exactly. on to be... Uh... Poor El Diago, God bless him. Yeah. So what, <laughs> because... he's, his, his mother is Maradona's daughter. Daughter. Sergio Guerra's his dad and Messi's his godfather. Messi's <laughs> yeah. godfather. 
he was signed to Atletico when he was four. Like, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, God bloody bless him. Like, yeah. But he probably looked like. You know, he, like, he could turn around and be like, I just want to be in a band. Like, I just want to dance, Pa. Pa, I just want to dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. But like, let's just say, for argument's sake. Jeez, so, that's trouble viewing. Um, that I don't know if you've seen that infographics guy just put up. Arsenal games versus the big six. Whatever the duration was, it was like 25 games, zero wins. 10 draws and 15 losses against the big six. Didn't know there was a big six. Yeah, who are, they, who, who are they pulling into the big six nowadays? That's tough. Isn't it? I'm assuming. Is that is that the big six? The, is that the big six as it stands? Oh, I don't no. think it is. I'd imagine. I'd imagine they've thrown them fucking gee back spurs. Put and... them into. Them, like, while while he's on the screen here, this surely has to be the real last game. No. I don't think so. No. I think I think like, I think we've got ten games to get out of him. Yeah. The only thing is though, his contract is a one season uh, contract, so yeah. hopefully they don't renew it. Oh, they probably will. Probably will. Um, but this is very de- devastating because we had an opportunity to jump. Um, could have jumped Spurs and Wolves. I was in the seventh. Um, but you look, uh, swings and roundabouts, I suppose. Swings and roundabouts. Uh, yeah, that was particularly. Sure, hopefully, hopefully, Man United will do spores in for you Friday. There's not a lot in this world that I want more than that, Brian, at this very moment. Just. That and a West Ham victory at the weekend. <clears throat> and then let, let, let's just hope Burnley don't win. Burnley? West Ham is a West Ham Wolves, is it? West Ham Wolves, yeah. Away, of course. Of course. Wolves looking for that European football as well. Yeah, they sure are. That's an interesting infographic, just when we have it up there on um, Sofa Score there. They have the, the home and away tables as well. So, yeah. West sure, Ham. That's not for happy reading either. 18th in terms of home record. Yeah, she will be 17 in terms of the normal record. I know, yeah, but it just shows you, like, 14th. <laughs> right from home. Yeah, look, it's... it's and you're 16th, sorry. You're not, you're not 17th, you're 16th. Yeah, but we're all level on points. Like, the points are quite... Oh, Philip. Um, I think all difference is going to be huge in that relegation. Um, that... If there's one thing we love... Then you'll have to uh, you have to put up with Moisey for another season. Does he have like a a clause in his contract that they can't sack him? But I think they, they all I think they all have that. What did he do to you, Moisey? No, it's just. What did you do to the doctor? <laughs> just constantly bringing you down. 
Oh, no, no, nothing. This is just a... We were talking about West Ham. I was just bringing this up because I think it's quite interesting. Like, when he, he came back in, because they he said, I, I made it... help himself. <laughs> they, he said, I made it impossible for them to sack me even if we get relegated. Some Something in and around those words. Maybe not exact. This doesn't look promising. Oh, good save. Um, if, if he does hang around, which he probably will, like, I have said this since the inception of this podcast, that Bilic shouldn't have been sacked. Right? That was my first one. And then we sacked Bilic, and it's like, okay, have you sacked Bilic? Who can we get in here? Pellegrini. Right. Okay. Another step in the right direction. We'll Pellegrini. And then we sack him. And then it's like, okay, when's Simeone coming in? Because that's the logical next best step. Oh, Moyes is back. Oh, great. Moyes' contract with United only ran out there last fucking week. Yeah. Like, and he's already done <laughs> True, actually, yeah. Like, it just... He's done United West Ham... Was he he was, went to Sevilla, or was it Villarreal or Sevilla? He was some Spanish Some team. Spanish team. For about oh, six Real Sociedad. Uh, one of them. He was brutal there as well. Like, he was, like, uh, like, he just... G- generally speaking... But you, you just have... You, you just have a... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, generally speaking, if... In sport, anyway, if a club is paying you to operate in another club. It's not usually a good sign. So like you know you've been playing him to manage all these clubs effectively. Yeah. It's like when a player goes and they're still paying off his contract, it's, it's yeah. just generally not a good sign. And we just couldn't get a fuck enough of him either. That that one once wasn't enough. Oh we'll bring him back for a second still. It's free. <laughs> like <laughs> it does it does show you like Hopefully this is not the case for West Ham, but it it is shades of letting Village go, is shades of when Villa let Martin O'Neill go because they were they were constantly pushing for the top four. They let him go and they were relegated within I think it was maybe three or four seasons. If you ever compare my football club to us again, I knew it was going to be a soft. <laughs> we uh, will find out. <laughs> um, see, like the argument is that we weren't doing great with Village, but it's like. It wasn't a hundred percent his fault. Like, like we were riddled with injury during that. Like there was a period there where we were just like barely feeling like a first team. You know what I mean? You're putting lads out of the fucking academy and all to play like like under twenty one lads were playing full games for us. Like obviously he wasn't gonna be fucking pulling out. Like you're hardly gonna go to Old Trafford and win with your reserves. Oh my goodness. Gracious! Wait till you see what just happened. Oh, oh! He is dead. Oh, you put away. He is dead. <sighs> oh, that's not a good sign. Players going mad. Even the Arsenal players are calling him for assistance. I think he just took a flying headbutt to the face. Oof. He's a bit of a kamikaze, Ederson. He did that. He did yeah. something similar against Liverpool, didn't he? Um, yeah. Oh no, against United and Tommy scored from 
No, I'm going, well, I'm going back before than that. Um, I think he got sent off. Crippled yeah. Manny, I think. Oh, yes. He's it after Manny? taken. Who was that? Laporte, I'd say. He's absolutely taken him to the cleaners. Jesus. <clears throat> <laughs> it's gas day on the... The just going to walk up and just be like, oh, it's all right, it's all right. Just <laughs> no, to kind of, to kind of highlight City's dominance with 10 minutes left. I'm just going to run you through some of the statistics. 71% possession, 15 total shots to Arsenal's two, 10 shots on target to Arsenal's zero. Oh my goodness, it gets worse the more you watch it. Let's have a look. Oh. He has his legs crossed I think he does yes so he's yeah. awake anyway which is a good sign he's definitely broke his jaw like 100% did he, did he put up the uh, the phantom arms when he was on the ground there that's what kind of looked like on that last week like. yeah, he did the Frankenstein uh, arms they just kind of the, uh, kind of roller coaster to Space Mountain I don't know if you've noticed the, the uh, on the <laughs> sofa score they have the the match ratings that kind of run the the basic statistics and stuff like that. Just look at the I think my David Luiz's score there. Um, I don't know if you can see it. Just under the obviously because we started on the bench. <laughs> it's a solid three point three. I in, can see it there, yeah. In about fifty fifty. When was he sent off? Yeah, no, he was sent off in fifty minutes, and he came on for Pablo Mari in. Let me see. Does it give it? It would give it time at some stage. Early. 24th minute. 24 minutes. So in a little under 25 minutes, <laughs> he would have started on about. I think they usually start him on six. To be fair, um, yes, <laughs> cost us two goals and got sent off. Yeah. So in 23 minutes, David Luiz has ended his Arsenal career. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've been oh, too this, many times before. This looks horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. 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 It looks absolutely ah. There is a bit of movement and stuff like that. Uh, it, it looks like uh, um, with, with performances like that, it looks like uh, Hector Bellerin won't be planting any trees. Did you see, see what he said earlier on? I, I seen it. I understand. I just chose not to respond to it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to plant 3,000 trees <laughs> for every, every win Arsenal get. Uh, Bernardo Silva there given the... Uh, the reassuring look between now and the end of the season like this is this is a very bad tackle well it's not a tackle really it's just a very bad collision yeah it's not a good look you know it's bad when all the when players kind of start panicking yeah looking away and like head in the hands kind of shit hmm Aguero seems on phase, you hard little bastard. Yeah, that man seen things in the fellas, like mm. <clears throat> Look at me. Jesus, Ederson's Brazilian as well. He's the same shit. Look at him, he doesn't care. Uh, oh, yeah, we just clashed heads. Like, I think he got a fucking forearm from for, for fucking. Was Rio. it a forearm? They didn't replay it because I think he can't. It was like. For anyone who's not watching the match and is just listening to this podcast back, he gave him the equivalent of the Van Persie header with Superman arms 
going forward. I just clicked on my you gotta show it. It's too long of a stoppage not to show it. This is the thing as well that annoys me about like Sky's coverage, or not Sky's coverage, but like just like soccer in general. Like, play has been stopped for a good three minutes there. Stop the clock. Like, why do they let it run and then add on the extra time? But there's gonna be another fucking fifteen minutes extra. Massive I know, but if you if you stop it, then it's a bit more. Yeah, I, I think it'll exactly. lead for controversy. Like, oh, geez, it was definitely seven minutes we were stopped for. You know, just stop the clock. But I think the especially ref something like this. His watch. Yeah, maybe. Because the ref, yeah, yeah. Do you ever see if they do go over and like say clock is off? Kind of the, the watch, like, so. I really want to see this again because. I'm surprised it hasn't shown it. Like, it must be really bad because I know they usually don't show they're bad. Like, remember when Luke Shaw broke his leg and stuff? They replayed it once and then that was it. Mm. I'd be on YouTube in the morning, I do, but that's about it. Yeah, but I need some, I need some angles on this. Like, I need to know, like, what went down. Did he get the equivalent of people's elbow? I don't. But, Jesus, imagine that football fucking. You can't play for however many months due to this. <laughs> first, first game, came, back. First, first game back. On until I shat you my entire face. You end up in hospital and you get coronavirus in hospital. Oh, Jesus. It was a scare actually in the NRL over the weekend. Was um, the player actually didn't test negative whatsoever, but he, his daughter in school, one of the teachers tested positive, so they had to oh. call the game off on the Saturday, reschedule it for the Monday. He tested negative, but he still is in fourteen days quarantine. Whatever, and none of the other players tested, tested um positive. None, none of the players tested positive. Sorry, um, but it was interesting to see kind of like what would they do if like ten of the squad tested positive like they surely can't feel the team do you just push all the games back in what already is a all the season like it's just like and obviously I'm, the I'm sure they have some form of contingency plan that basically like it's not beyond the possibility that yeah no I understand like, that contingency plans but what happens if this happens now and then it happens in six weeks time and could get very messy um, and obviously the Cowboys I think I don't know if you've seen that they have a, they have a few cases I think we, we put up on the Instagram story anyway um, Zeke one of I think about seven players that have it in the Cowboys squad yeah um, like we said those super athletes for the game I'm sure they'll be yeah be alright well hopefully they'll be alright put the jinx but uh, yeah you'd like to think you'd like to think that um, that is the case we just witnessed the fucking death of the country. He's dead. I know. Yeah, obviously he's not really dead, but he's dead. <laughs> Ederson's mad for that. He's like, like a lot of keepers kind of went on that buzz then. Like Neuer obviously kind of started the whole passing keeper, keeper. played football. And, like remember Neuer used to come out, like mm. hand the ball like that. But he keeper sweeper. Yeah. 
fucking taking boys out like <laughs> he is a bit crazy Ellison like that's that's not the first incident yeah. um, but it's not good when it's friendly fire yeah look yes. oh my god that was restarting the game at least but fucking hell that was a good that was nearly 10 minutes easy no, and that's what I'm saying that now you're like oh how much extra time are we going to add you have yeah fair if it doesn't match up with your mind then that's a point of controversy as well but they could add 20 minutes on I don't think Arsenal coming back from this now now hopefully they could add 20 minutes on and that man will still have a broken face yes and David Luiz will still be shite and send off <laughs> Just means David Louise has more time to construct his poorly worded apology. The man's second language. I doubt it. It's probably the third language. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Portuguese and Spanish. Yeah. Remember when he was an absolute bastard? They were running out the clock and he got fouled in the corner. He was just lying on the ground. Laughing, you start smiling, and you're like, Absolute shit house, read the max. Like, and then it just turns out he's just a shit footballer, not a shit house. But, yeah. uh, you know, matter of public opinion can spots. change. Yeah, 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 Jesus. I'd say the Arsenal players are kind of walking by the ref here, being like, Look, if you want to just blow it up at night, yeah. that's what fine. Fuck? <laughs> we will not say a word. I know the professional athletes, but it's the equivalent of like a, a junior C game match. Blow up the fuck, ref. Yeah. <laughs> or the equivalent of a, of a Simpsons meme. <laughs> Stop it. He's already dead. 11 ah. minutes. Crikey. <laughs> 11. Jesus. Like, this game doesn't need you to go for 11 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I remember when four minutes used to be another time. The other map. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be a huge fan now of oh I just got a notification <laughs> um, and I'll precursor what I think is about to happen with saying we should have a mercy rule because obviously as a fan you want more attacking football so there should be a certain number, number of goals Similar to the three nil scoreline that has just occurred. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a bit of a delay in coverage because obviously you're on Sky Sports, aren't you, on the telly? Yeah. yeah. So I think there is like a thirty second delay for the fan noise and stuff like that. Um, because I got a notification there a good while ago. I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah. The fan noise. I like it. I know I have been, I've been saying since it started that we need families. But um, I nearly hope that they could master it to an extent of like. I think they will. Um, yeah. But like, you know, to an extent of like, when someone goes and you attack, there's the like, whereas it's just kind of steady. Like, there's no up and down. It's know? a home more than a crowd. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, that's that's my thing is thing as well. It'd be good now. Uh, a mercy rule in football. So if you get to four 0 regardless of how long is left, blow up the fuck. 
but see goal difference comes into things so much you know what I'm saying like the same way like you were saying yeah it, true the relegation battle like will come down to goal difference so like if the, I suppose like it doesn't matter if the rules are the same for everyone you know yeah but was the league not won there not too long ago on the difference but to the team, if, if you're gonna win the league, the ma- like if you if you win four 0 and that's the end of the game, yeah. that's the maximum number of goals you can get anyway. So it shouldn't hamper. Right. But that's what I'm saying though. There won't be a di- what's the divider then? Like? Wins games against, goals conceded. Yeah, but goals conceded then can go deeper. Like so, like say it's two. So you're saying you have to win by four goals? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying you have to. No, but like for the game to be stopped, like if you get the four nil, stop the game. Over. What if it's five one? Well, there's there's all sorts of different discrepancies. But that's what I'm saying, though, because but, like say if you. But like it it there's a thing there, right? If <laughs> if I'm five nil up and I score with yeah. two minutes left. Yeah. Is it really worth my while as an away fan waiting through all that shit to see one goal and see it's absolutely obliterated when the, the opposition team switched off? It's like in, in favour of um, getting attacking football. So if I'm 2-0 up in the first half, well, I'm going to push because if I can finish the game in 50 minutes, get extra rest from my players, why well, wouldn't you? Long, arduous season. It's just a cotton tall anyway. I suppose it's a bit of a playing devil's advocate. But... Uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean, but obviously there's going to be, like, to be arguing for and against. Like, well, that's, that's football. Whole, it doesn't matter what you change. Of, like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. We're just, we're, we'll go in circles if, if we keep on this. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, like... What if it's 6-0 and then two of the goals are disallowed? But it shouldn't have got the 6-0. Shouldn't have got the 6-0. But it does get the 6-0. <laughs> but it shouldn't, because it's when he hit four. It's done. Buzzer goes off. But oh, like, right. I'm but, going back to this. I'm not letting this go now. <laughs> I tried to let it go, and you kept it going. So, what what happens if you're three 0 up and then you score a goal? The other team scores a goal, so it's three one. Are you saying then when it gets to four that the game is over? Maybe it's a goal difference of four. Maybe, or maybe we could just play the fucking game. Yeah, I know. But like that's the thing with, that's the thing with football. Like, um who was it? Was it was it oh, striker for Southampton, the big rant last year, uh about them the disallowed goal. Was it uh it's Charlie um Austin, is it? Yeah, Charlie Austin. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to I'd like to see him being interviewed now about VAR. See what his opinion is on it now. Seeing he's so for it. Last year, he was in the moment. God bless him. Yeah, brilliant remix of that with Park Life. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's tremendous. But it, but that's the thing with football. You can't change anything. The minute you change it, it just opens it up to. Like there's going to be Warner over the Hawkeye and the goals. Um, and over the fact that uh, Ederson killed his own team. Yeah, but um, there's another pass. That has just opened up the arsenal from the goalkeeper. I know that's that's at least six, I'd say, over the course of ninety minutes. Yeah, 
that Edison has now fair enough now you've got well Maitland Niles that she's back on so yeah so, it's... Like, this I, this was always going to be a hard game for Arsenal but as an Arsenal fan does it inspire confidence in you for the to see no because you've nothing to play for we're not going to get jams in football we don't deserve it and like look at that 19 attempts to 2 12 on target 12 on target Arsenal still haven't had a shot on target and we are in the 96th minute and we've 5 minutes to go um, <laughs> but to not muster but you've got to you've got to look at the question of the side he started like you've spent X amount of money on Nicolas Pepe like the problem with Arsenal has been for the last while even under even now under Arteta I thought it might change we just need to pick a starting eleven. And just run with it. We chop and change too quickly. They it was um Emery's undoing. And it, it, like it could be Arteta's undoing. Just pick a start in eleven. Stick with them. Build a bit of chemistry. You know I think to, it links to the problem but I suppose a lot of players or a lot of people would say it about other teams, but like Arsenal are particularly bad for it. It's like I don't think they know their best level. Do you know that kind of way? Like I know but in, like it... Arsenal players are are so hot and cold, like like I bl- I do blame Arsenal players a lot in the sense that like I know people say like Emery wasn't the manager or the the right man for the job but at the same time when you're sitting there and you're looking and you're going right Xhaka has played well for the last two weeks I'm going to play him again you pick Xhaka and you're playing him and then he does something crazy you're like right he didn't play great last week but he played well the last week before I'll give him another go and then you give him another go and then he does something mad and then there's two weeks in a row that he's done some shit and then everyone's like oh, well he can't play Xhaka it's like do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. they're so like Arsenal players are so inconsistent. Like, I'm sure the whole squad. But, but like, bar, fi- fish rots from there, oh, then. Yeah, but like. That's the manager's job, though. Yeah, but if your entire team is fucking shite, like, what are you meant to do? Like, if all your Look, hands are back in the box. How many? How many fucking? I don't. And I don't care what you say, doctor. How many premierships did Alex Ferguson win? With fucking Darren Fletcher and Michael Carrick in midfield, two extremely limited players. Don't like they did their job. Don't get me wrong, but they were extremely limited, and that's management. <coughs> you know. Yeah, but you're not gonna get another Alex Ferguson regardless. Like. No. But... Yeah, I think Fletcher is certainly limited. I think Carrick is is quite underrated. <laughs> Carrick's a barber. It's just all short back and sides, like short yeah. backs, short back pass, short side pass. <laughs> I'm just trying to think here now. Do I want Arsenal to score or do I not want them to score? Wait, Not that they're fucking gold, but like, <laughs> for a bit of fucking I'll tell you something. I am um, counting them. Uh, just take a shot. Seconds to this. Ending up. So we have. Ha- 
have a news news from Rome. Uh, Napoli have beaten Juventus four two on penos in the Ooh. Coppa Italia final. That's the game we should have watched. If anyone's interested, yeah, end it, end it, Nilal. Juventus. Juventus missed their time for uh, slow. Juventus missed their force two penos. Not great, Neil. Penalties. They missed the penalty in the uh, the semi final, didn't they? Not in penalties, but an actual penalty, didn't they? I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo. Sure. Ronaldo missed the penalty. Oh, we hit against the post, um, it, Inter. They were playing. Wasn't it? Imagine being killed by one of your teammates in a public setting. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> you just witnessed that happen. Like that. He's dead. Like, guys. Sorry. Sorry to tell you. He's a. He's, he's, he's a dead. And that's it. Full time. Full um, time. Couldn't have come quick quicker. enough. Um, anyway, um, so that's the end of the game companion. Um, we tried it. We might maybe pick the fixtures a little bit better next time. Um, yeah. well, look, maybe if we do a partial fixtures, could be a good idea because yeah, you don't want to see a grown man cry or listen to a grown man cry. Yeah, we might do like maybe a Super Saturday style. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll listen back to it. Um, see what it's like. If anyone who is listening to it would like to give us feedback, if it's something that you'd like more of, or less of, let us know on our Instagram. That would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Tree was Barstons on Instagram. Okay. Um, I suppose that's that's all from us, folks. Um, take care. Peace out. Avenatti.